0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. We begin with the latest from Barcelona. A van plowed into pedestrians on one of Barcelona's busiest streets at the height of the summer tourist season, causing multiple deaths and injuries. Local media reported the driver fled the scene, but police now say no one is at large in any bar in central Barcelona. Barcelona. There were reports initially that that's where a suspect had fled to. Barcelona Barcelona police are now confirming that they have made one arrest in connection with the attack. Spanish media, including El Mundo, put the death toll at 13. The authorities say they are treating this incident as a terrorist attack. They have not given a specific number. They do say that 32 were injured. So again, one suspect under arrest, death toll reportedly at 13 in Barcelona. U.S. stocks. Worst level of the day right now, the Dow now down 201 points. That's a drop of nine-tenths of 1%. S&P down 27, down 1.1%. NASDAQ tumbling 92, down 1.5%. Tenure up 6.30 seconds at yield, 2.2%. Gold up 8.90 the ounce, up 7-tenths of 1%. Crude oil also higher by 7-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Charlie thank you very, that, much, thank you very
1: much indeed. It is Caroline Hyde sat here in London with none other than Corey Johnson over in San Francisco. This is Bloomberg. When
2: we think disco, we think Ian King. He's a Bloomberg News a semiconductor reporter. He's also covering the Cisco for us i to walk over here and sit here. Uh, Cisco Ernie's out last night. Uh, Ian covering those for us and here in our 960 studios joining me right now. Good to see you. Um, what does Cisco have to say? Cisco go- Cisco's going through this really interesting change in their business that's um, monumental, biggest ever, I would argue.
3: Right, and that's exactly what the CEO said, Chuck Robbins, when I spoke to him last night. He said, look – You know, this isn't like a transition that you've seen other companies do. We're moving from being a hardware company to being a software company. Nobody's ever done that, at least not at the scale that we're at. This isn't going to happen, you know, overnight. Um, And so really that's where we are. I mean, if you're an investor – are these guys IBM? Are they out of time, out of context? Are they losing losing what made them great, or are they Microsoft, which is a company that people were writing off, thought they had lost their their relevance, and yet have somehow Mojo. reborn it? Right?
2: They're their hustle. We should just say, stick with the disco thing. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, give us a sense in of. Uh, uh, How quickly, whether you think they're erring on the Microsoft or the IBM side of things, because what's also more worrying for them is not only remaining relevant and getting into the software space, but how much of their rivals offering the cloud computing are able to build their own networking equipment.
3: Uh, Well, that's exactly it. I mean, this is, if you look at where the energy is, if you look at where the technology is going, it's coming from Google, it's coming from Facebook, it's coming from, you know, their Chinese counterparts who, you know, have already told us in uncertain terms, we don't want Dell servers, we don't want storage systems from the usual providers, and now we're looking at networking and we're going to do that ourselves as well, we're very good at software, we don't need them for that, we don't need the services, we're going to do it ourselves. That is the negative for Cisco, it's like, how do you make yourselves relevant to these guys who think they're the cleverest guys in the room? Um, Cisco's answer to that is, well, actually, no, hold on a minute. These guys are relatively small right now. Yes, they're growing fast, but they're they're not everything. Companies still need us. However, we have to get smarter, we have to get faster, we have to offer the software, the flexibility and the kind of services that – Companies are looking at Facebook and saying, yeah, I need some of that too.
2: And these are sort of software defined networks and things like that, right? So it's, it's not just, they're not out there offering database software to compete with Oracle or, 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 you know, SQL Server yeah. or whatever, but they're, but the, the very nature of what they sell has changed and that it's gone from the box to the, the, mm. the, the software itself.
3: Right. I mean, you're exactly right. This is, this is one of the things about networking which nobody's interested in and nobody cares about but they perhaps should be is you can look inside a computer and know what's going on. You can look inside a storage system and know where things are. Not true with networking. Knowing where packets are getting dropped, knowing why something isn't working is really difficult and has not been something that has been very clear. It's not as
2: simple as checking whether or not a circuit is connecting from point A to C. Exactly.
3: You know basically whether a packet of data was sent and you know if it didn't arrive what happened in the interim, nobody has a, a clue about. And that's not acceptable in the modern world where data traffic is exponentially increasing somebody needs to do something about that and there are lots and lots of companies trying to do that trying to add different pieces of the puzzle trying to allow that customization that knowledge to to you know have an input in how networks work and why they get faster cisco has been the home of of everything um, and it has to step up to the challenge
1: I'm looking at the EM function on Cisco. So looking at where we expecting earnings to go and they've had what one to six quarters of negative revenue growth. We're expecting it to fall in the shrinkage. First quarter. We shrinkage. 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 <laughs> we've seen, we've seen shrinkage to six and we're expecting <laughs> seven quarters, but then they are starting to like claw back analysts are expecting it to be in the positive one to 2%. We're going to be flat from here on out to 2020 basically when it comes to revenues of about 12 billion. But what does Chuck Robbins really say? about where, what's going to be the driver and ha- whether he can boost revenue because it's been years since we've seen significant growth.
3: Exactly. I mean, you've you nailed it there. Um, I asked him this. I said, you know, they, they keep talking about deferred revenue, all of these software Well, there's, a, there's an contracts, important accounting
2: change too, right? When, when, yeah. when you sell a box... And you owe some services on it. Yeah. Most of the revenues of the day you sell the box, except for exactly. some of the revenues you, you of You get a check in the mail, right? But with software, it, it changes to yeah. sort of a straight-line, long-term, how, the length e- of the contract exactly. And, of revenue.
3: And that's, so that's where Chuck goes. He says, oh, you know, we've now got $5 billion in deferred revenue. This is a fantastic sign of progress. And I said, okay, Chuck, but when does that deferred revenue become real revenue? Undeferred. And And when does that, you know, turn this ship around and get things back into the growth mode? And he said... Not going to happen quickly.
2: Would it be wrong to quote James Baldwin and say, what happens to a dream deferred? (laughs) Does does it explode in the stock price?
3: Well, I mean, you know, his other response is the biggest problem we have is switching and routing. Their two biggest businesses both declined 9% in the quarter they just reported. That's obviously fairly horrific. And he said, what we've got to do is get innovation back into these core products of ours, get people excited about them and then that will make the overall transition And historically,
2: smoother. Cisco has done that through acquisitions. Exactly. And, that, and it hasn't really benefited this. I mean, one could argue it hasn't benefited the stock price. You could also say if they didn't lose the acquisitions, the stock would have, yeah. it would have, they would have become 3COM or something. Exactly. Or Juniper or something. But, but they have spent vast billions and billions and billions of dollars, whether it's through stock yeah. or cash or both, and in acquisitions mm-hmm. to keep their technology up, to, up, to And top they can the still
3: do that. They can still do that because they've got 70 billion dollars in cash sitting there that, so the argument is for those that support them, look, if anybody gets to the point where they're a challenge to Cisco, Cisco is going to just buy them.
2: Take them out. Ian King. Thanks for walking on the hall to see me. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Ian King, who covers semiconductors and uh, enterprise hardware for us here, uh, at Bloomberg News. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Corey Johnson here in our 960 studios. And, uh, of course, uh, Carolyn Hyde in London. This is Bloomberg. <laughs>